Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started just me your boy one-on-one pod cb tj only sunday afternoon clash of the titans bitch um i did a a light a active recovery day i went on a hike this morning with my friends tom and elsa my first hike since i've been in california actually uh where'd you go hiking at griffith okay okay yeah it's it's important to stay well-rounded with a with a hike even though you're not getting those you it's know, a fake exercise, but I'll four, take it. Those four-minute miles in. It's not a fake exercise, Chris. It's. It, it, I was sweating, which is nice, um, and it was nice to catch up with them. It's Obviously, if you're really exercising, you're not able to socialize. So um, That's true. Combining the socializing in a, in a socially distanced manner outside in the beautiful California weather on a Sunday morning, um, all praise be to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, it was an excellent start to my day and just a real reset for the week, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not only about working out the body, it's for you have to also take care of head, not to quote Bradley. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're right. It's true. You do got to take care of that head. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I, my, I think I, my head game dummy, yours, we'll see. I it's, think it's you a road. think your head. It, well, it is a road. Uh, actually, Tom, Tom is the guy who co-owns District Vision. Okay, um, and and they, you know, they do a lot of like meditation and and all that, a lot of that kind of uh, wellness. All, all that and, stuff. All that stuff. But they do a really good job of it. I think they make it really approachable. Um, but they're going to be doing more, so I should probably dip in for some of these like. I think they ha- they're going to have like specific meditations that that go with running or anxiety or, or whatever you're, mm. you're dealing with, which I think is a smart idea for them. Yeah, I've been trying to set up a little little sound bath at the crib with my LP just to uh, you know <laughs> to help her along with her meditation vibes only. So is it like a is it is it like a them jeans DJ set sound bath or like a real one? Um, it's both actually like she, I've been telling her, you know, like um, to get into meditation more as a practice. She does yoga all the time, which is obviously a very meditative activity, but, um, you know, it's, it's, you need a lot of tools in your arsenal and not just, not, you know, just one won't do if you're, uh, you know, if you're still 
experiencing anxiety or stress or anything like that. You have That's to, true. You have and, to you keep know, on adding to more a, logs to the fire. I mean, the only log you should be adding is that big ass blunt full of that indica. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that'll that'll get you. But I, you know, since the since well, the that's loud a problem. Pack, she, my LP stays zooted, but I guess still doesn't. So she can be absolutely smizzacked off the indica, but she's still getting a little flare up. Yeah, well, I mean, more so it it's it's that that it's exactly that it's it's putting out a flare up. But you know, the, the fire still burns. All you're doing is kind of putting a little. Uh, a stinky little indoor band-aid on it when I like that. you know when it should be all day outdoor um indica vibes <laughs> uh yes so we'll see yeah right. so so basically i i plan on setting up the sonos on on full blast and then and then loading up an nts playlist of New age ambient. Um, so it's not going to field recording. It's not going to be a, a them jeans hour and a half long Radiohead B sides and ambient tracks. It's going to no, be like no, no. real. Okay, I'm not going That's to good. be. I'm not going to be in the mix during this. I'm also going to be uh, <laughs> oh. dipping into oh. the sound bath. I, I was th- I was thinking you would pre-record it, but the thought of you being in the mix live <laughs> with, the C- with the CDJs in the house is a much cooler idea. And that, Jason, that's something that is we should think cool about idea. for a revenue stream. Well, I mean, Diplo has already co-opted the ambient meditative um, genre. He's, he, he released like a, a bunch of music on, uh, I, I saw like an Apple Music playlist or something that he did. And then he has a, a record of like ambient, ambient songs that he's made because, I didn't know that because woke, he's about that woke. life. I didn't know that woke Riplo was also, you know, had a steady mind. It's surprising, <laughs> bro. In this in this EDM game, you have to. But that's true. Cutthroat. West has has taken a lot of different musical genres and made them his own. Um, now over, he's over stealing. The years. From, so now he's stealing from white people, like he should have done in the first place. <laughs> I'm not saying he's stealing, but you know, he, <laughs> you know, I'm not either. I all, would never. You know, all all shade aside, it is impressive for him. You know, what, there's no other artist I could I could think of that has been like, yes, I'm going to do. The, you know, all, almost every genre of music, popular or not, he has. He has found a way to get get his claws into it. Big Diplo stay in the lab. You know what I'm saying? He what, what he does is he diversifies his bonds because you never know. He, you never know if Tau Beach Club is going to close down, <laughs> yeah. and then we co- world global smash songs by Pitbull or Burna Boy will no longer be you know useful tools in the arsenal. You have to you know he he knew that yeah. it was going to be work from home social distance um vibes only and he at the right time he put down the indica and went right into the lab to make that sleepy music you know what i'm saying if you get right your boy calvin harris could never tiesto could never man that new calvin harris weekend song really sucks and (laughs) it's how can you honestly the weekend is on fire the last weekend record is so fucking good how can you make him bore I, i don't i mean it's just like Calvin Harris is is I mean he's had his moments but damn I was disappointed with that one. Well, I, I was a little disappointed. Calvin Calvin I I much prefer Calvin to the weekend, but you know, that's that song it sounded like they had an idea of what they wanted to do and it was like a a cool idea in their head at the time, but then when it came out 
it just wasn't it wasn't kicking it was we got the scratch track that's what it felt like to me I, I think they're like, what if we did like this like '80s like Miami V Miami Vice like smooth Coke jam kind of energy, and and then what came out was not was not hitting. Calvin, if you're listening, feel free to come on the pod and and defend yourself. Drop the ab routine, Calvin. Yeah, but I mean, he has he has so many so many smashes in his catalog. I'm, What's his real name? Is his real name Calvin? No, it is not. I don't remember what it is, but I know that he's Scottish. I believe we know Jason's. We know Jason's written a couple checks to Calvin Harris in his days as a as a top LA nightlife promoter. The other way around, buddy. Damn, Calvin Harris was cutting DJ them jeans checks. Tell me more. Well, when I mean, he he's not opening for me. I'm opening for him. Oh, I see. I understand. I'm sorry. You made that sound cooler than it was, and then I forced you to bring it back and make yourself look bad as usual. Okay. That, that's right. But no, sorry, I, I never, I actually never did book him for anything. But if I ever did, it wouldn't have been a scenario where he's getting a bag. It would be like a, you know. You're, this is cool for you to do. You need to do it. Yeah. I wouldn't have. Show, show up with the USB sticks, black out for 30 minutes, play your Rihanna song, and keep it moving, buddy. That's right. That's right. The same way, you know, a Diplo would do, where it's like, hey, Diplo, I can only pay you, you know, 1500 for this. And he'll be like, you know, it, where there's a certain scenario where just asking somebody to do it for free is less, it's better, in, is it's less better. insulting than, yeah. than offering your, I, your pittance. I, 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 I always think that's actually a funny thing when you when you see celebrities doing stuff. Sometimes I'm like, oh, they did this for free because what you can pay them is insulting or pointless. So it's like, just send the car service and I'll show up and I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm I'm sure when Adam Sandler was agreeing to do uncut jams, they weren't going back and forth over you know how much money he was going to make on those distribution splits and shit. You know? Yes. No. You you have to understand every situation is different. You cannot capture the bag bag from everyone. Sometimes that that is not the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we 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 haven't talked about the 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 Drake merch leak. We have not talked about the Drake. Well, maybe I thought we did. Maybe I think you lost that track. Remember? <laughs> oh shit! Run that yeah. back. Run it back. Certified Lover Boy in stories October. Um, uh, of course, he should always release an album in October. Maybe he does, and I just didn't even pay attention to it. No, I don't think he does because you know a lot of you know Drake loves the summer. He loves to talk about how he's the, the king of the summer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This summer though, he took it. He took it off. He's in the cut. He's in. He's in Toronto laying low. Because he's about to come come with certified lover boy in store soon. Um, well, what he's in is album mode, Chris. I, I, Jason, what is it? Are we in album mode? Um, How do we get into album mode as a podcast? Is that possible? As a podcast, that is actually a very good question. I mean, album mode when when a when an artist announces on their Instagram that they are in album mode, I believe that means. <laughs> For for the next three weeks, I won't be trying to fuck chicks, and I'm going to just try. I'm going to just try and and see how many cool songs I can write. I'm going to do my absolute best to stay in the studio and not go out in the club and get photographed because I'm an album. It's the rap equivalent of you know, like a make a positive affirmation of like I'm for the next month. I am. I'm only going to eat fruit for dessert. And yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'm 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 not gonna watch Netflix. I'm gonna read a book, and I'm gonna, you know, it's the same you, same thing when you say you're not like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do Xanax. I'm okay, not, I'm not gonna go to the club Damn. until four in the morning. So, 
So is being sober the ultimate album mode? Well, I guess yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're sober, your whole life is in album mode. But also, everyone's so album my life. Mode my is life different. is not. My life is not only a motion picture, but it's also a double LP. Is what you're saying? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> a if, gatefold if double 180 gram vinyl double LP. But but for some people, they they need to be really high or drunk to make the album. Well, we've discussed this uh, personally. I, 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 you know, I only want my artists zonked out on something. Yeah, That's yeah, when yeah. the best music is made. I think Drake's highest point was when he was gone off the codeine syrup. Oh, absolutely. The Drake, the Drake Lean era is is my personal favorite era of Drake. What is it about Lean that that makes rappers' output? increased because i have actually done lean and and you fell asleep the out yeah the only the only output is is figuring out how i'm going to get off of this chair young young thug looked over and say yo get big bird off the couch why you fell asleep (laughs) in the studio i'm trying to work but Um, i mean does it you know does it does it free your mind at night does it let does it let you does it release your inhibitions to allow you to feel the rain on your skin what does lean do (laughs) As in, as a, a known, a documented opiate lover, I mm. I don't know. I, I I don't. It does. Yeah, but I you will, can't you can't you can't have lean and opiates in the same exact. Well, category. they are. They're the same. They're the, they are though. They're the same thing. Like it's all the same. Like it's all it's all like heavy heavy downers, and that's why I don't. Yeah, but there's a difference. I know there's a difference, Jason, but I'm saying because you're sipping one out of a cup versus taking one in a pill form. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, like the like the chemical compound structures in in codeine are different than oxycotton, are different than Xanax, are different. Than oh Vicodin. no, sure, but but codeine and oxycotton are pretty closely related. Like you basically graduate from codeine to oxycotton when you become a man. <laughs> so it's not. I mean, it's not. I, I'm just saying to you that that those downers in general, I don't understand how it does make you care about nothing except yourself. Okay. Which I do. Now think, we're getting somewhere. I do think that might be beneficial to the artist because then maybe that is what album mode means. They lock in. They only care about themselves. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the album or songs being good directly benefits them. Therefore, they're rewarded for their selfishness. Which, which is un- potentially I, a problem for people who already only care about themselves to begin with. So then what happens when you add add the codeine on top of that or the oxycontin on top of that i'm not saying that you're the type of person that only cares about themselves but i also am saying that you're the type of person who only cares about themselves Mm, interesting take uh you become (laughs) you become a a monster who's 30 pounds overweight and doesn't want to do anything Got Um, it. yeah 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 but if you're if you're famous that doesn't matter you know what i mean it doesn't it it does matter but like a rob kardashian you're like yes i I gain 30 pounds i don't care about shit except Wingstop and Call of Duty, but Rob gained Rob matter. gained a, Rob gained a hundred pounds and didn't even make any money on Twitch. But he is <laughs> a I, I don't I I just I don't understand it either. I I it's actually really baffling to me about how how the output is so much better when on that particular drug. But you know when you do coke, it's like your brain doesn't really work when you do coke. Mm-hmm. Like I like I always felt like a mush brain doing coke. So I think that, that that doesn't lead to the most creativity either, even though, again, a lot of my favorite records have been made, you know, chained to the mirror yeah, and the razor blade, you as watch, they say. Yeah, you, you know, every, you know, Eddie Van Halen guitar solo was written high as fuck on cocaine, 
and that man was shredding intricate guitar solos. That's interesting. Like, yes, that's like the worst music of all time, though. I'm talking about like good music, like the Rolling Stones or like Oasis. You're talking about good music, like G O O D music. I mean, <laughs> but, but also, okay, Tiana yeah. Taylor is what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm talking about Oasis Sahai, is a the prime Prince's example. solo album. What? What? I said Oasis is a is a prime example. Then the, these guys are making amazing, beautiful music. It's not as difficult to to play that, it's not te- that music, no, it's not technically, technically speaking, but for the songwriting, difficult. And those guys were on a lot of cocaine. I look, Jason. I agree. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. But we're you know we're all wired differently ourselves. You know what I mean? So the chemistry of our bodies makes me the chemistry of the drugs. You know, and that's just what Drake. makes it cooler. That's why that's why Oasis will always be cooler than than somebody who doesn't need cocaine to do it. If you're able to do it, you know, adding the cocaine just increases the danger and the difficulty level to where it's fun and exciting to watch. Good point. And Drake staring into the mirror in Marvin's room in the Marvin's room video with the double cup on the sink. That shit hits. That that that'll bring me to tears, bro. <laughs> Certified Loverboy in store soon. I don't know if it's going to hit the same. How are you feeling about it so far? How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock Going through, you know, hotels, ferries, car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So, it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting (laughs) therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowLong today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com 
Promo code, how long? Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. I I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, you know, the i mean he's he's put out what like eight albums now or something like that like it's drake's been around for a little long long time now you can only you can only really succeed as a rapper for the first five years for yeah yeah maybe maybe something like the first five years because after a while you just get into like the nas category or or something god there's nothing there's nothing worse than new nas i i I see people capping for nas online i'm like you you dusty ass you call me an old head nothing is more old head than capping for nas what is what is the chris black white people music version of nas it's a good question yeah that is a tough question i don't know somebody who's black crows no, 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 no. Don't even try that. Why not? Uh, well, well, because they were never as bit like Nas is considered like a legend in the game. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. But he yeah, he true. but Nas only has one record. Honestly, Nas has one song. Is it Train? Is it the band Train? Are they the Nas of Chris Black music? Train is not Chris Black music, fuck you. Um, Third, Third Eye I, Blind? No. Maybe. Third Eye Blind had Third Eye Blind had six singles on one album. So that that again, that's a different. You're Chris era. Black I, for knowing that. I don't. I thank you. Uh, well, I have to. Def- I have to defend them a lot. So you know, you got <laughs> you, you to keep your tool yeah, belt you're, full. You're of, like a you're like a a Trump a Q QAnon member. You always got yeah, exactly. re- you got to reply for yeah. everything, and they all Stephen sound pretty G- good. Stephen Jenkins was eating babies, and that's why they had six singles on that record. <laughs> um, but the the I don't know what the equivalent is. I agree with you about rap music and the the short timeline you have which i think is it's unfair but it's also proven to be true like it, it just it yeah. i mean obviously drake is doing more than surviving drake is a multimillionaire who's every song he puts out mm-hmm. is number one on the charts he's doing more than surviving but there was a point where drake was critically acclaimed a top like pop superstar and also loved by like people like me you and like pitchfork yeah. which is an insane crossover and i don't know like I can't think of anybody else who's been able to achieve that kind of like acclaim from every little corner of the world. It's true, but I but do. There, think there was that, a time when he first came out, or when he was when he was peaking, 
where you knew that every time he put a new song out, it was going to be good. And I, you know, that kind of went away maybe two years ago where you started being skeptical about, you know, it'd be like, oh, new Drake is going to, you know, he's, he would announce like his Apple Music show or whatever, like, yeah. damn, everyone has to tune in, he's going to drop the new song. And then it was it was amazing every single time. It would be like, holy shit, he just came out with this one. And then there's How a new dance and blah, 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 blah. But then after a while, <laughs> it'd be like, oh, this one's kind of a stinker. Like this song, the you know, the A side was good. B side was a little sleepy. And I'm now, now it's like 50-50. You're like, oh, wow, I hope it actually ends up being a good one. I, you know, I feel like that's what people think about this podcast uh, as well. But sure, you're right. I, it's I, It's... It's a. I remember so distinctly, like being in a hotel room, staying up late to listen to the the Beats One show to hear the record because that's the only they were going to play it front to back. Like I, I've done that multiple times, right? And, and a lot of people, did, I mean, I, and, and you would never do that now because you you you, no, you don't not. you don't you, it can wait till tomorrow. But that was an interesting thing that he was able to capture because that to me is the only. Um, you know, online version of something like going to Tower Records at midnight on Tuesdays, which mm-hmm. I did all the time. I mean, I did that all the time when I was younger and in my, you know, in high school, in my early 20s to buy all oh, yeah. kinds of different records. You know what I mean? So that the, capturing that kind of energy in, in so many corners, like I said, is, is pretty unbelievable. And probably there's a handful of people that are able to do that in our lifetime, if mm-hmm. that, you know, um, but certified lover boy in stores soon. The merch <laughs> is looking good, and that mm-hmm. is uh, that is what we. I like the song. I think it grew on me a little bit. It is the fake trophies, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. beat wise. But the I like how the I don't know you know the proper term for this is as I'm I'm um, not a musician myself, which mm-hmm. I know is confusing. Um, but where because you know when Dirk comes in with Dirk's verse, it's like he comes in like a line late. Does that like Drake says the first line like he normally would instead yeah. of Dirk, ha- and then Dirk comes in, which I think is a very clever device. I don't know if there's like a name for that or a thing that people do, but mm. it makes it like a little bit of a surprise, which I think is a smart move. Well, that that is a move that has been taken, you know, as as the world, you know, continues to rape and pillage from the EDM community. Oh, here the, we go. <laughs> well, like like the hip hop song structure originally was kind of like loop based. Uh, instrumental yeah. sampling blah 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 the beat would play the beat would be amazing enough to just go through for three or four minutes you know the Lil Wayne song whatever on no ceilings and it just you just ride that shit and it's fire but now every song has sort of taken that structure of a EDM hit where like there's the intro where there's no drums and it's like ethereal yeah. piano right, sounds actually. or whatever yeah. and then it drops and then it goes back again and then Drake sings about, and then and then, ooh, boom. And then, you know, so th- that's what makes dumbass people in the club or at music festivals turn up. Go you have crazy. to tell them when this is when you go off and this is when you chill. And it's like that peak and valley thing that you ride forever. And and all a lot of hip-hop songs have taken that same structure Damn, that, you're right, that people like Calvin Harris or the Swedish House Mafia invented whatever, 10 years ago. Cause yeah, it ain't it ain't like when when Lil Wayne would give you the polo the Don beat that's like six minutes of the same thing and it's just absolutely flames so you yeah. don't care. And this, a Bangladesh, and the same way a, Bangladesh like- <laughs> a Bangladesh beat from a Lil Wayne mixtape is is about as good as it's gonna get for me. Yeah, and the and the, the same way you know like a, a amazing classic '90s house song 
would be like eight minutes and 45 seconds and it's just the same shit. But it's good enough that you don't get old. It doesn't get old. You don't get sick of it. And it will have some slight variation, but whatever. And but I think Drake, I think that I think with that the song over, which was pretty old, mm-hmm. like that beat is so insane to me. But that was when they were first doing that shit, where the beat the beat would change halfway through the song. You know, it yeah. was like some it was some OVO forty come out from. Or it's like sounds like you're swimming backwards underwater, and then all of a sudden the beat's different now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really works. It I mean, work. it still works. Yeah, it still I mean, works for him. So, so, so Dirk coming in after the first bar of that one is is a similar move that that EDM trap blah yeah. blah blah music will do, where it's like, oh, and here it goes, and then you're you're about to go off, but then it it waits one second, and then it finally kicks in, and then everyone's like, oh shit, I'm surprised, and then you know you get a, a positive reaction. I love surprises. You're a guy who loves being surprised, sure. Uh, but yeah, the merch is good. They, he does have a Nike white hat that has a kissy lipstick mark on the top of the brim as if you were a gang member who gets the kissy lip on the side of the neck tattoo, which is always one of my favorite tats. I, a great tat. I don't think I can rock that, but I can rock the, and I will be rocking, I put in my request already for the Certified Lover Boy in-store soon hooded sweatshirt. <laughs> Yeah, with the lockup, and and I will, I like, I I want to, I need to replace my know yourself um, hooded sweatshirt from the first OVO fest. Uh, yeah, because you really, you really have worn that one ragged. It <laughs> yeah, is, it is yeah. threadbare. <laughs> I mean, that is the original blue polo shirt. Because I've already, <laughs> you're talking I've already about a garment. Don- I've never seen you wear it. My I've already life. donated to the the AGO, the Modern Art Museum in Toronto. They requested it. Um, the the <laughs> So I, I had to donate. It was the right thing to do. It was a gift from me to the museum as a patron of the arts. So now I need a new sweatshirt because I, you know, I only wear one Drake piece at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like the certified lover boy in store soon socks. <laughs> it is. I can't wait to to see you wearing this garment <laughs> as we are exiting Erewhon, and then you know a twelve year old child with full supreme fit yarmulke on and and the head to toe Drake merch with has the same outfit as you and then you guys dap each other up for a person that has yet to hit puberty or something and then getting into mommy's g-wagon that's a scene well, that's, that i would look forward to well jason good because that will happen because i think that's that's the that's the power of drake and nike combined the it power can, can, of drake it can cross borders and barriers and and bring people together i might like me getting an invite to a bar mitzvah is um, mm-hmm. a pretty cool thing to do just for wearing a sweatshirt that you actually like. <laughs> hey, Chris, come on, get in. We're going to my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Honestly, you never know what I'm. You, I'm, I'm ready to branch out, you know. And I think that that, that Drake could be my, you know, foray into that. Well, um, speaking yeah. uh, speaking of yarmulkes, our 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 how long gone hats. Um, if you bought the first <laughs> run of them, they they did ship out. Um, they shipped out this weekend, I guess last weekend. You'll be hearing you, this on Monday. You, you should you should be receiving your headpiece uh, from How Long Gone Industries very soon. Mm-hmm. And also, if you did not get a hat because it's sold out, keep your eyes peeled to our social media on Twitter or whatever. We will be releasing a new new head top with a new color colorway for you. Just, just in in the next this week, like just get your mom's credit card ready, have your Shopify approved, have your, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and Call also your- turn on your your done to death Twitter notifications. <laughs> 
don't do that. Why? You don't want because people? You don't want people to I get love, notifications? I, I think if you subscribe to Done to Death notifications, that could really cause you some problems. Uh, it'll, definitely, uh, it'll definitely affect your battery life if you get a, an, a, a ping on your phone every time Chris tweets because... I mean, it, it, what is it? Your screen time, your screen time fitting to go up. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your phone is always going to be very warm. You'll have to, you know, it'll it'll have the little emergency thing pop up because I hate that. <laughs> it's been happening to me a lot at the pool. It's really annoying. Because your phone um, is overheating. Yeah, because I leave it in the sun. I forget to cover it with a towel. And they you say know. global warming isn't real. Exactly. Um, actually, speaking of Twitter, I woke up today. Oh yeah, um, I want. Is this about Chris Black's doppelganger? <laughs> yeah, so I woke up today um and I had like I'm not exaggerating like a hundred new followers on on Instagram and like a, a, a probably 25 on on Twitter and which is more than you would normally get from whenever you buy when you buy the bots that you only exactly like exactly yeah you, yeah yeah they try to kind of pepper it in slow mm-hmm. so this was this was like an influence Smart. and then I started looking and they were all. They were all from the same place. They were all from Copenhagen. They were all from Copenhagen. They were they were and, they're Finnish, Danish, from from Amsterdam, any of those fjord places. And so I'm like, I don't get it. And then there was a tweet that that I was tagged in, and I I translated it, and I I couldn't really understand. So I just asked one of the people that followed me. I'm like, Hey, what the fuck is going on? Like, mm-hmm. did something? Did I do something to offend an entire country of people? <laughs> It's not the first time that would happen. You, you know, usually that country yeah. is like, it's, you know, it's people still who not, like Frank it's still Ocean. Not, so it's still not nice for you in Haiti after what you said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, and he's like, oh no, this this like guy here uh, got called out for like ripping you off, and I was like, but you know, I'm like, what does that even mean? Ripping like, me off? How? About? Well, he. he his Instagram, he he literally has repurposed the the classic Done to Death pyramid logo, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then added sunglasses to it to make it absolutely insufferable. Um, <laughs> and then he that that first of all that drawing is by a friend of mine named Wes Duvall. It's it's um, honestly from 2007. Mm-hmm. It's it's been around that long. So uh, and then he has the the creepiest part. Mm-hmm. He's got the glasses, bro. <laughs> are are they the same frames as as yours or just very similar? I I can't tell from the photographs, but they're 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 strikingly scarily similar. It okay. shook me to so, my core. So this is this is a man who lives in Amsterdam who has He lives in he lives in Copenhagen, he lives oh, in Denmark. Sorry, 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 Copenhagen. Who respect who, the respect our cope heads. <laughs> um yes, cope cope goners um what do you want so 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 you you find out that this guy has stolen your whole swag your visual appearance for your logo your branding as well as your eyewear choices and then also the photos on his grid are are a little chris blackie as well they're extremely similar to the point where like it i he might have gone to the same places i've been before and taken the same photo Okay, so like he might have just taken it from my profile, but like, but I guess he's like a little bit of a guy in Copenhagen, and like he's got a little bit of an attitude problem, and people are like, "Bitch, you're just a want to be New Yorker. Let me call you out and show show where you're." So, so his, from. so his, so this is a little weird because you know I've I've had fake them jeans Instagrams, but it'll be it'll just be like my photos that they took 
and then they'll rewrite in the same com- um, comment that I wrote or caption. That yeah, but I it's, wrote. Di- it's different because you're a celebrity DJ. You know no, I mean? no so that, but it, but I mean it, it it'll have seven followers and it'll get shut yes. down. This is no, this is this guy's real account. This, this is, is a, this real. is someone's real account, and he has like a few thousand followers, right? Yeah, yeah, he's got like seven or eight thousand followers. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not like a total. It's definitely not like a burner or some weird. So, the, so like, he has been doing account. this for a while. Is, did you did you yes. scroll back far enough to see when when he in, initially did take your whole swag? No, I didn't. But this tweet where the journalist calls him out on it has two hundred and fifteen likes and twenty one comments. Mm-hmm. So like these people seem to care, but you know what? I don't care. Like I don't like. I, I I mean it's funny for sure, but what do you I, think the chances of him agreeing to come on this podcast are? Um, probably low. He made all of his accounts private and is probably cowering in fear. Damn! Did you but reach like, out to him? No, I don't. I don't care about this. Steal it all you want, bro. I don't give a fuck. I didn't invent any of this shit. Like I know, but just out, of, just out of fascination, I would want to contact him. Mm, Unless I mean, this person is planning on killing you and wearing that's your what skin. I was going to say. I, I'm I'm confused. Like it, you know. I don't want to get single white mailed. You mm-hmm. know, the glasses though is the is the fuck. That's where I draw the fucking line. Like <laughs> it wasn't anybody it wasn't the tasteful photo of a, a vase on a table. Somewhere? No, anybody anybody can be a basic white bitch like me and put a white border on a photo on Instagram. That's fine. But white when you border start coming, when you start coming for the eyewear, it's on site. You know what I'm saying? I'll show up. You know, as soon as they let us into your country, then we got a problem. So he draw he draws a line at a crisp pair of crap eyewear frames. First, he of said, all, "Don't bitch. come for don't come for the craps." He's what he said. <laughs> I would never craps wear craps. Table full. Look, Chris, the, you can wear the craps. It's fine. I don't really care. The fact that we both get crap eyewear ads on Instagram obviously <laughs> is is depressing in itself. But I actually, you know, I went to Cutler and Gross on Melrose yesterday actually mm, to get cutting. my glasses adjusted because I haven't had my my glasses adjusted in six months, which is insane. To and adjust they, they were, for all the gains that you've been having. Uh, well, it's more that I wear glasses every day and my giant head stretches them out and they need to be brought back to, to, you know, proper formation, uh, Beyonce voice. And, um, you know, this style still exists, but this color is, is, is no longer being made. So I had to ask the, the wonderful employees at Cutler and Gross to find the, any pairs that they had so I can cop them before they go away forever. So, so Deadstock daddy now is what's going on. You're in in Deadstock album mode. Exactly. I'm dead stock album mode. One to rock, hopefully three to four to stock. Yes, I, I experienced that sometimes. I, I, that could be a thing that comes as you get older or as you like, it's a little bit of age mixed with once you figure out what your uniform is. Totally. Um, where you're like, I found my favorite pair of Nikes or New Balances or jeans or whatever it is. And it's like an album. It's, it's an album or a model number or it's, it's something that came out this year and it will be gone next year. It will be replaced by the new version. And I'm, I'm in that mode now of like, I'm just going to buy like five, five pairs of these shoes on eBay, wherever I can find them. Cause they're discontinued because they're my favorite. And that's just, these are just going to be a, the shoes that I have every year until I die. That's what, that, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. But, but color and gross is, you know, hopefully there's, there's apparently a pair in New York. So hopefully I'm able to buy them. Hmm. But yeah, so this guy stole my swag and and all these fucking can you people. can what what is his Instagram? Because I think all of our listeners are going to want to. Oh, it's private now, huh? Yeah, it, it's not. I mean, you don't yeah, want to give him shine. 
I don't, I, I can't, I'm trying to find the, I don't even, yeah, no, I don't even know. Yeah. It's all, it's all private. It's all, but somebody put some, some fucking, <laughs> some, some Danish person put up that, you know, that picture of Cristiano Ronaldo and that crazy statue they made of him where he looks like yeah. shit <laughs> and, and said, I'm Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo. And this guy's name is, um, his name is Oliver in Oliver. Uh, so is E N N E. But yeah. I don't mean, I mean, I just don't, it's fine, dude. I mean, you know, like I I can't, the kind of people that get mad about that and think everything is stolen from them and that they're like so original is one of the most insufferable things people do on the internet. And mm-hmm. I never want to be a part of that culture. Like yeah. you didn't invent it. Whatever you did, you probably didn't invent it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, it is a little weird and, and it's not scary because it, no, I mean, I, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like funny to me, but I'm not going to be like, hey, bro, my lawyer is getting it. It's like right, people right, are right. so insane. Like who cares? Like nothing I'm doing is original. I'm sorry. David Mamet has these glasses, you know? It's fine. <laughs> Let it cook. Well, if, exactly. if, if somebody out there knows this Chris Black doppelganger, have him, you know, send me a DM. I would love to speak with him, get into the mind of this serial killer and really see what makes him tick. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will. I'll fly. Out, I'll fly him out to L.A. I have a guest room, and I just want to. I just want to sit him down. I'm not going to rough him up, but I will. Cool. I will do some That'd things. That'd be cool. Going. That'd be cool if you were my muscle. That'd be pretty funny. Uh huh. Hired guns. Jesus. But yeah. Anyway, it was a pretty funny thing to wake up to because I really did think I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because that's never happened before. Where. There's been an influx, and no, I can't find where, and then it's also all foreign. Like my garage. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you know about our our friend Bella Bella Thorne and OnlyFans, Chris? Damn, Bella Bella just ran the checkup. I mean, apparently it's um she like actually fucked over sex workers in some. I don't fully understand. I think that her she, she caused, gaming of the system caused them to change their rules. Correct? Yes. Yeah, so she she said that. For like you would subscribe to it to her to her OnlyFans page for X whatever ten bucks a month, and then you get to see pictures of her. I guess that are similar to ones that she's already sharing on on Instagram and Twitter of just her. You know, it's extremely PG thirteen from the reviews I'm seeing. But then she said for two hundred dollars, if you, you like send down? me a two hundred dollar tip, I'll show you the real deal. You know, the real deal, Caroline Calloway shit, and then. <laughs> What, so you sent her two hundred dollars. What did you get? And then she made yeah, like like whatever. She made two hundred or she made two million dollars off Mill, of people. Two milli. Two milli off of people sending her these two hundred dollars to to see the real shit. And then it was it was not the real shit. And then they were they everyone requested a refund, oh, which no. then like shut the whole OnlyFans server down. And then they lost you know, millions and millions of dollars, blah, 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 and everyone's pissed. And then they had to change all the rules and regulations of, of how much you can make in a, in a tip and how much refunding happens and then how often the, uh, the creators get paid. It used to be you can cash out or you get paid out once a week and now it's once a month because they need all yeah, the extra time to process these, these, these Fugazi payments. That's extremely unfortunate, but I also think that, I mean, Bella Thorne is absolutely empty between the ears, but I'm sure she did not <laughs> think that that's what was going to happen. Like, I, I don't think she set up the intention, no, like, no, let me disrupt not. OnlyFans. But um, 
I don't understand. If I know, I if I know Bella, I know she'll make it right, Chris. I I would hope so. I mean, I don't know Bella. I don't even really understand what she's famous for. I believe it's a Disney program. Is actually her her how she got her start. Yeah. Um, but she is. She's like if Miley Cyrus couldn't sing. She's very very unappealing to me in almost every way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I I guess I mean I don't even know what to think about it. It's a little weird, like. Sex work is really huge now. I, I think I read that there was there's like a half a million different pe- different people who depend on OnlyFans as their source of income now. Yeah, it's incredible. I like mean, it's four hundred fifty something thousand people. OnlyFans, OnlyFans, is, that's is, their job. OnlyFans is Substack. It's the same idea. It's YouTube. It's the same idea. It's 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 yeah. harnessing your network and giving them the content they want for money. It's it's no different, and it should be treated the same way. I think. I mean, you know, I, I think that the the uh, uh, I think it's, it's amazing it's, that you're allowed to just take that power into your own hands, create your own content, and make money off of it directly in a safe way that you're in control of versus you know uh, a production company or some weirdo guy or or person that starts a pornography business that abuses their talent, yeah, et course. cetera, et cetera. Yeah, or I, which I is imagine. the same as like, you know, getting to work for a magazine that that makes millions of dollars every year and they pay you three hundred dollars every time you write a story, whether or not it goes viral. It's the same vibe. You can you can just say, Well, I I can make three hundred dollars off my Substack and you know, no, it's totally the same. Vibe. But I, I do think it's I think that OnlyFans is going to have a I, I imagine their popularity is something they were not totally prepared for because it's gone. I, I would say it's gone like almost mainstream in a way as far as like mm-hmm. it's becoming the Kleenex of sex work, like the the term that you use for <laughs> yeah. that kind of you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, it's an OnlyFans. And you just know what that means. Um which is really powerful as as a brand, of course, but I think with with great power comes great responsibility, and mm-hmm. you can't you know you can't just just willy nilly change rules because some obnoxious like fake actress you know posted bikini pics and scammed the system. Um, yeah, but it, but, but it, I like that they figured out that people are willing to actually pay for pornography or adult content. All they needed to do was know that the person who was doing that content would be the one who got paid versus, you know, a, a production company or some sleazy guy or whatever. Like, that's the only thing that needed to change for people to actually spend money on pornography, which is something that obviously, you know, with the advent of the Internet was, was you know, almost removed completely. It's true. It's true. So that's but a beautiful I, I mean, thing. It is a beautiful thing, and I think the you know the when we look back and you know a, a, a few years once once we're in a in a better place as a society, I, I do think the the it, it won't get know, better. The, the, it probably won't. Uh, the creation of these like micro economies is going to be uh, one of the main yeah cool cool things or, or cool at thing. least interesting the, things the one the only thing that i'm worried about i mean because you 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 do in a you know in a way make yourself cancel free or you know you can't fire me because i'm my own boss blah 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 i can do whatever i want um is is you can't can, kill me because i'm already dead hell yeah but <sighs> it, the thing that the next move will be deplatforming True. And then I think that's kind of the scary part. But then people will hopefully. Do you mean by like then, 
Do you mean like you're going to write into your local senator at OnlyFans and tell them to pull Chris Black off the platform? Yeah, exactly. Like, don't like it's fine. It's all good. Uh, you know, I can say whatever I want. And because I have my Patreon or I have my YouTube channel and then they can be like, all right, well, we're we're going to cancel your YouTube channel. So now you can't make money anymore. So you're saying you're saying failing fits will finally get thrown off of Patreon. I think it's only a matter of days. Yeah. Because yeah, someone's going to cross the line. Also, I, I think I'm going to be on Failing Fits um, this week. Did you already record? No, I have not recorded. I'm recording this week, I should say. Very interesting. Do you have any tips? Don't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if if Thing 1 and Thing 2 will be able to handle you, to be honest. I think that you know, you're a man of of incredibly quick wit. Uh, razor sharp, I would say, and you also you're you're a little disarming in your approach. You know, I think they're used to some thirst buckets and people who want to play <laughs> cat and mouse with them, whereas TJ is known for sitting in the cut thirst and buckets. just and just spraying when he feels compelled. He don't he don't care when you feel it. He cares when he feels it, and mm. that is that's an interesting approach for them. But they'll no, you're you'll be fine. You're 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 a titan compared to them. Mm. I mean, no, I'm not worried. It's more of like uh, anything I should know since you have been a guest on there before. Any advice that you would have from a personal standpoint? Uh, yeah, promote how long gone as much as possible. Done. That's that's the only thing we we're we're you know if if they can digitally beg publicly, we should be able to get some listens behind the scenes from them. Well, what I love to do is cross pollinate, and you know that about me, Chris. God, I love cross-pollination, Jason. I, I, I agree, too. I try to talk about this podcast as much as I can to the point where my friends and family hate it. Hell, yeah. That's why we're getting this fucking... Um, uh, Solar ray money? <laughs> Solar vitamin ray D? But I, I have been thinking about eating some more vitamin D, though. Despite me being um, very tan, which you called out earlier this week. You do. You look great. I mean, again, your chest could use some work, but you look tan. But there is such a thing as too tan. I agree, and you're looking like a California raisin. So I am too tan. I mean, I think we could get you some some F. Miller face oil, maybe. Okay, I um, I would love that. That'd be a great um, birthday gift. But do I'm, you moist, do you moisturize? Are you moisturizing currently? I, I do moisturize. I do use face oil um, on occasion as well, as well as a, a night cream scenario. Sometimes I'll do you, a mask. If we got you body oil, it would be cool, but it would run out so fast. You know, <laughs> do you, you have so much body, bro. Do you wear body oil? Nah, nah, nah. Fellas. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah fellas, bro. Body oil is gay, bro. Fellas, is it gay to moisturize? Um, I mean, body, I, body oil, I mean... Face oil, yeah, sure, whatever. Body oil, body oil, come on, dog. Body oil is a step too far for me. I don't, I don't, I mean, I can I'm already probably, slippery. Damn, you are, yeah, you are, you little slime bag. I'm like a catfish uh, coming out of the swamp. Try and hold on to me. Jesus Christ. But you, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the California sun is hot, bro. It's it's beating down on us and it does take a toll on the skin. I, you know, since yeah. I shaved my head, I, I've had to, I've had to switch to a, a calming Aesop shampoo actually to make sure that my scalp is being is being Damn. well know. that's the first problem don't shampoo dog don't be washing don't be doing none of that um you know when when the uh the whole leg wash thing was going on on twitter remember that 
I do. You were like, I can't even reach my legs. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, 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 it, the science behind the theory that washing anything except for your penis, vagina, butthole, or armpits and face uh, is unnecessary, I, it makes sense to me. Unless there's like actual dirt and filth on there, like I don't need to, I don't need to be like scrubbing with soap on like my lower back or like the front of my thigh or my forearm or something like that. Well, it's it's again, I'm I think because it, it, I dr- it's doing more harm than good. It, I drench my, my body, I drench my body in sweat every day, and I love to smell good. So that is, I'm not doing it for cleanliness. I'm doing it purely so that if just I for catch the smell. Whip, if I catch a whiff of anything, I want it to smell like my soap of choice, whatever that may be at this time. Right, right. Okay, so then just soap up the parts of your body that you can smell. You you can't smell the back of your your lower back very well, so we don't need to cover that. I wouldn't want to waste. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to waste the the mm-hmm. bar soap on that. I agree with you. Actually, you know, I was sent. Um, an incredible new incense and I've really been smoking out the Villa Carlotta and it's, it's getting me into a nice pre-fall kind of mindset. Okay. Let's, let's go pop off. What it's is a, it? it's a, it's, it's a, it's called St. Rita parlor and it's, it's, it's <laughs> cones actually. Have you ever used incense cones versus the stick? I have, but only, only on occasion. And usually Chris doesn't like cones though, as it, when it pertains no. to, to no. big gas. When you roll weed in a cone, you're a pussy. When you smoke cones but they're incense, you're smart. That's let me just Got put that it. on record. But it's like a, it's a whiskey, water, tobacco, and rose combo, and I'm really feeling it. It's really nice. I haven't whiskey, I haven't, water, tobacco, and rose. Yes, yes. Damn, bro, yes. sounds like a Monday night to me. That's true. It's a Monday. It's a Monday night at Bronson Bar in 2010. <laughs> um, but I, um, I. It's rare that I, I – at this point in my life, it's rare that I smell something new that I'm really like, damn, I love this. But I really like this stuff. It's really been – I've been hitting the cone hard. Ooh, yeah, for a scent head, you would have thought that there would be nothing new under the sun for that sniffer of yours. But it is cool to see something surface that really tickles your fancy. Exactly, exactly. And it's it's um, it's just – yeah, it's, it, it makes – you know, being in a nice-smelling environment is a is a – pillar of the Dungeon Death Project's Chris Black universe. It is an um, absolute necessity. It's an absolute necessity. When, so when you travel, be- when you travel, let's say you get an Airbnb or you get a hotel, do you come loaded up with scents on you? Yeah, yo, I travel with a candle. Oh yeah, I brought a candle here. So you travel with a candle? I travel with a candle. I travel with incense in some, in some cases, depending on where I'm going. Um, but what about... Sometimes, sometimes with hotels, it's tough with incense because they have too many fucking like smoke alarms uh, mm-hmm. but but luckily I'm, I'm good here i got the windows open i'm i would be curious to see what our listeners thought is traveling with a candle considered too far or or not well i mean look jason some people i think i find that that nice scents are a very easy pleasure to to indulge in and mm. a very easy and affordable thing that that brightens my mood and makes mm-hmm, me feel better mm-hmm. so therefore I, love, I subscribe to that ethos throwing a $65 you know candle in the in the in the rim was no nothing for me mhm i love that it, important okay i love it i love it um that means maybe maybe and what is the name of the incense company again it's called Saint Rita Parlor. Saint Rita, we can, we need to work on that name. But I will I will cop that as soon as my my incense runs out. 
It's great. I, I, I honestly, I highly recommend it. And it works nice because, you know, friend of the show, Chris Chang, um, blessed me with an early edition Heath Ceramics uh, ashtray that they apparently they don't make ashtrays anymore. Damn. Yeah. That's something that I would, I need to replace my Supreme ashtray. <laughs> yes, you do, Jason. Why did you admit that? Blur, blur that out, please. <laughs> um, speaking of, of brand shout outs, I wanted to shout out to Tom, Tom Bargain a Coffee. I think they're up in Canada. They sent me. Some, they sent over some beans. Are you gone off the fucking bean right now? Not right now. I but I made a couple of cups this morning, and I, I really have been enjoying it. So yeah. What are the top? What are the T-H-O-M-B-A-R-G-E-N. What are the top notes, pussy? <laughs> um, I mean, right out of the Coffee? gate, molasses just smacks you. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, you know a little bit of cedar, a little bit of a little bit of Tuscan leather, and then uh, and then of course the kumquat kind of comes marching in in the third act to round you out, and then um, and then like I, I, like I'm getting burnt like oats. Is that weird to say? Um, but it goes down. Uh, everything you've just said is weird to say. So why not continue? Yeah, baby. I mean, I, I made a burnt shallot oil a couple days ago. Bro, what? Yeah, man, I've 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 really been doing it lately. The flavors of when, the flavors of char can be your friend. I love when Jason locks into his little foodie bag. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, what What's up with that restaurant with the Michelin star sending a fucking sad paper box of oh, vegetables yeah. with the dipping sauce? <laughs> yeah, some some people on Twitter were were asking me to chime in about it, but there was somebody on Twitter, a, a person posted. A before and after pic of what they ordered from a restaurant where it's like here's the picture from Postmates or Caviar or whatever the app was and it's like this beautiful arrangement of vegetable charcuterie with a dipping sauce and pepita seeds and flowering broccolini <laughs> stems. The seeds, the pepita seeds really did put it over the edge. Like you ain't going to do that for takeout. It was, it, was it was a very nice looking plate of Paper box. Plate of. Oh, food. no, the plate. I'm sorry. Yes, the plate then, was, it then, was nice. And then she showed the side by side photo of what actually came when she ordered the food, which was, you know, something that resembled a, a school lunch cafeteria box full of like apple slices and a couple radishes. And it was, <laughs> and it was $16. And she wasn't even really saying this is bullshit. She was saying, like, I, you know, I understand, you know, it's not this the is same what happens during now. COVID, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone, you know, every, I mean, has like two hundred thousand hits on Twitter, and, and a huge engagement. But I feel bad because I know the chef of the restaurant, and like I've eaten there, and he's a really nice guy, and he's a he's a really good chef. So I have it's, no, oh, I, I have it's nothing. Not his fault. I mean, I guess I mean, but also it is. I mean, it's it's both people's fault. To be honest, bro, if you're ordering a, a box of vegetables for takeout, you're kind of an idiot. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of both sides to me. I think that uh, no, the, no, I agree. There's definitely a little bit of both sides. But like, would you ever order something like that for takeout? I would not. That doesn't look appealing no. as a takeout item. But you also have to put yourself into the mindset of somebody ordering takeout, where you're like, I really want food. I don't feel like going out. I don't want to go to the grocery store. I also don't want to just eat like French fries and a veggie burger. This, you know, like I would like to eat some fresh vegetables with like a healthy dipping sauce, and I don't care if it costs sixteen dollars. I just want that on my on my. Couch. Jason, you do realize you do realize that I'm exactly the kind of guy that would do that, and I would never do that. Yeah. So so it's it's the consumer's fault for 
not educating themselves and doing better to know. But I mean, you have to think like five steps ahead of like what is what is a good takeout food. Every food say, item is is on a spectrum. Whereas like French well, fries are the worst thing you could. The order. worst, I would say. I would say pizza is probably number one because yeah. that's how it's designed. All all the foods that have been delivery takeout foods for the last fifty noodles, years, any sort of noodles, yeah, yeah Chinese right, right. food, pizza, all that stuff. Thai. Like, yeah, that's all food that will travel well, and you should be ordering that when you're doing takeout. And there are other foods like French fries and you know maybe even a burger, but like you know tons of stuff where it will it will instantly die. You know, in in the half an hour or forty five minutes it takes to get to your house, It'll, the bread will be soggy, everything will be cold. You can't reheat it; it's fucked. So that person should not have ordered that. They should have just gone to Ralph's and chopped up some carrots. And that's why I only it. only go to Vim Jeans restaurant for my meals during <laughs> during COVID. But it, yes, but it's but it's also the responsibility of the chef and the restaurant to take it's true shit off of your menu that is just not a good idea for takeout when, because every one of these like very nice Michelin star restaurants have to pivot to, to go food. You then have to, you can't just be like, Oh, well here we're going to take our 20 item menus, menu items and then put them in a box and you're done. You you need to rejigger the menu for takeout specific. You have to do a full re rejigger, a full recalibration of everything. Some, not every dish will make it. A lot of stuff has to be taken off. A lot of stuff has to be edited or modified. And then you need to come out with a clear and concise thing because that now that now that restaurant, hundreds of thousands of people online know that this place is a joke, or they think. And it's she a also joke. Did, she also didn't say it by name, which I thought was tasteful. that was amazing that she didn't say that. But you can uh, many people. It ain't hard. Yeah, you yeah, just did a, Google, a reverse image search, and then other people were like, "That's definitely from like from Major Domo, David Chang's restaurant," and other people were like, "No, it's not." People are bored, but. Creating some intrigue online. Who doesn't love it? <laughs> I do love it. I um, I I wanted to know what you think the 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 connection between Donald Trump flags and boats are. Like, why do you think so many people are are using their boats to display their allegiance to Donald Trump? Because th- that. Boat owners in a lot of places in this country are extremely conservative. Mm-hmm. That's all. I mean, I, I just think that, like, if you go to a lake in Georgia, you can every nine out of ten people there are going to be a Trumpito supporter. True, but they are. But why do they use the? I mean, they have cars, they have homes, they have their clothing that they wear. They have you know all these opportunities to display their their love and allegiance to Donald Trump. Why specifically the boat? Um, you know, is it? Do they feel like they're safe out there in the water? Like, like they're like people can't yell shit to them because they're they're protected by the the distance of the sea. I I just think it's it's a for us by us situation and like it's an easy place to fly a flag, you know, because you're you're barreling through the lake and it's it's waving in the wind. <laughs> I think it could be aesthetic, even you know what I mean. But I, I don't know. But I think it's just like, I mean, I people, Jason, things are inexplicable. Mm-hmm. You know, the the stupidity of of the American people is something that I cannot personally pinpoint and but explain. I, this is why we pod, though. I love to explicit the unexplicable. 
I agree. This this one I'm not going to be able to help with. Although I did, I did, you know, in my younger days, go to the lake often. Um, very familiar with lake and vote culture. Okay. Uh, we, yeah, big we, flex. Uh, we didn't doubt that. But it's, I mean, it, the lake is like a broke boy beach, like that. That, <laughs> in, like the same way that Trump is a broke boy politician. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't. Why would I ever go to a brown lake with a pontoon boat when I could go to a beautiful ocean and I can get in it and swim? I don't even need a a, a mode of transportation to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would never be it would never be the the chic sailing yacht off the coast of Greece or the south of France that no, would have no. that. It, it's always going to be you know a lake. A lake is truly. I mean, a lot of the time it's even man-made. You know, so it's like a pontoon boat. Now I do. I do love. But a it also ski. doesn't. Don't. It doesn't necessarily correlate to um, to income though, because down in Orange County, Newport Beach, no, all those houses. True. You know, people have these million-dollar yachts, and they have the Trump flags on there as well. And maybe maybe it's like you know you they they associate boat ownership with with supreme white success. And, I mean, and no better place to display. That that's not a bad theory. I mean, I, I do. White people do love fucking boats. That's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm again. I'm more of a jet ski guy. It's a little more high energy, a little more action. Mm-hmm. Um, How but, bad do you want a jet ski around the pond um, at the Nike campus? I mean, honestly, pretty bad. <laughs> uh, pretty bad. I mean, I haven't been on a jet ski in quite a long time. And I, I've, I've never rarely, jet skied. It's really fun. I've I've rarely done it in the ocean. Uh, which I think I saw a friend who who is testing a an electric jet, a Tesla jet ski. Really? Not actually test, not actually Tesla, but right, fully right, right. electric, fully electric. Yeah. Um, Scary. You know, Jason. Every industry is ripe for disruption. That's something we need to think about. Bro, I think about disrupting a lot. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. And and you're disrupting your own little ways over there in Glendale. I wanted to also ask you. This is a this is a fitness clothing related question. The uh, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Nike Dry Fit technology as it as it pertains to socks and shorts and things like that. But the the shirt, the Nike Dry Fit, like you know, yeah, short, short sleeve shirt or whatever, check. Yeah. single check, often in black or white or whatever. The this is a shirt that is specifically made for exercise and activity, but yes. the, the its ability to not smell bad and also feel gross is it's 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 worse than just any regular cotton t-shirt yeah it's a problem dry, dry it's, it's a problem it's weird. i mean so do you have the same problem well mine don't smell but they do they change to a different like the 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 hand feel of the dry fit material <laughs> changes over after you wash it and dry it a lot mm-hmm. um that's why i suggest hitting a a tennis website like tenniswarehouse.com or midwesttennis.com or mm. one of those other kind of third-party tennis sites. They have the classic dry fit shirts almost all the time in stock in every color for $35 and just buy. I buy three or four at a time. I rotate them through and then throw them away and get new ones because it's just, there's no, but like, I, I only, also just, they just, they don't feel comfortable. They feel kind of weird. Like it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't wick the sweat away. It, it just kind of smears it around. I I agree, but I don't. There's not a better option because the something like cotton is when you like a, a regular Gildan shirt gets too heavy when you really sweat, and it also will make your nipples bleed. <laughs> I guess so, it, it depends on what activity you're doing because I, yes, I do for, be sweating. For you, 
for you walking the dog around the neighborhood, you will break a sweat, but it's not going to weigh you down. Well, you know, if, I, if we're playing tennis or if I'm cycling or doing any other number of activities, it's not <laughs> putting any nipple distress on me at all. So you know, you've never gotten bloody nipples pushing a cart through Whole Foods in Burbank. <laughs> I have not. But good, I, I mean, good to know. I, I have. There's been like a couple times where I got nipple irritation from running, and it does. You know, it will ruin your 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 day. It'll ruin your activity. Like you can't concentrate on anything you're doing because every every step you take make them titties hurt. Make them titty throb. And titty I, I do feel I, I feel for you. Um, and the rest of the rest of the running community. Yeah, well, us real athletes will deal with our blade nipples. You guys can, you know, worry about dry fit materials. It's kind of a, you know, it's it's uh, you know, different people have different problems. Speaking of running, do you think Hoka is is officially done and dead? Is it gone? I mean, I think Hoka makes a really good product. I just think that it's. That's I think not the question. Will, well, I think runners will wear it forever, but like cool guys always move on to something else. I, I you know, that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, the footwear cycle of that, like, kind of wild card out, outside the norm brand coming, I, Hoka was a pretty big one as far as that, that world goes. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of another outside third, like, not Nike or Adidas athletic shoe brand that made that kind of impact. Other, I mean, Solomon got a little close, but... But Solomon is... is, is no, Solomon did. You're right. But, but they were only so- kind of co-opted by like the super cool. And whereas Hoka's are just, you know, like everyone was wearing Hoka's. Like, Well, well who, the other brand that's trying to do is that ugly on brand, the one that Roger Federer started. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Or is, or is Roger Federer's a part of? And they're just deeply uncool in a way that like Hoka is always that kind of extreme look will always attract, you know, people who are looking to be different. Whereas on just looks like. I, I work mm-hmm. in fucking Silicon Beach, and I definitely <laughs> have a Tesla, or maybe I've got the little BMW. You know, uh, um, even worse. Exactly. But do you but think? Yeah, I, but I, I, it makes me wonder. Like, does does Hoka wish that and that this all never happened, and they just always stuck as like no, a, no, no, a that, for that us kind of, by us running running shoe company, or like no, because the runners aren't going to leave them. If you if you're don't know a that. runner, no, I do. You do know that because it's. It's a it's a technical purpose. If you find something that works for you, you're going to continue to buy it. Like you're going to be loyal to the brand that makes you. It mm. works for what the purpose is. Whereas fashion is completely trend based for the most part, and if it's not cool anymore, you have to move on. But I don't think that I think Hoka. You it's, know, it's functional enough to where. Yeah, the, I mean Hoka the, making millions and millions and millions of dollars they hadn't projected for a few years, like. Mm-hmm. And the running community would not abandon them because the product stayed consistent. Like, why would anybody leave that? You know, it doesn't make sense. Fair. I mean, I guess I'm thinking more big picture, but hey, not everyone else can. Well, you know, I'm more of a granular on the ground, blue collar kind of guy. So that that's mm-hmm. that's different. That's the difference of our approach and thinking. Yeah, um, you're a biz dev kind of cat. I'm more of a strategy guy. It's all good. Exactly. You know, t- tonight, Jason. Guess what? We're, we have the VMA Awards coming live from New York City uh, <laughs> tonight at, at at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. So I Are you will be. Watch? Oh, of course, I'm fitting to watch. You already know. I'm actually I'm going to meet. Friend of the show, uh, Amar Deep, who's in town, uh, for a quick coffee on Larchmont, and then I'm I'm heading straight back here to plop down in front of my giant television <laughs> to watch performances from people like I, I'm not even sure who uh, Miley Ariana Cyrus and, like, and Miley Cyrus. 
The new Miley Cyrus actually sucks so bad. I'm disappointed. It's no Malibu. Nothing ever will fake, be. Fake, dis- fake disco is one of my least favorite genres. Um, <sighs> yeah, the, with disco music, you really can't tell when it's fake versus that, that, real, that real gushy good shit, you know? Yes, even I, I layman. Even um, you. But we also, Jason, we should, we should probably, you know, we, we did a podcast together for the first time. What do you mean? Oh, we, we should? We, we were guests on a podcast together. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we, I don't know when that's going to come out, though, but Pia, um, or even if it will come out based on the things that I said. <laughs> <laughs> but Pia, who, she did our show, was like a month ago or so, maybe less? Yeah, yeah. Um, we she were. has a podcast herself and we, we appeared on that. So I don't know when that'll come out in the next week or two or something like that, but we'll, we'll, we'll post it online. It's actually really funny. It was very fun to do. Jason and I have just really been on our con in our content bag. You know what I'm saying? Just creating, you know, for you guys at every turn. And you know what we're not doing? We're not asking you to donate money for it. You know, we're just asking you to tune in and enjoy it. And if you can't do that, then you can fuck off. <laughs> You could fuck right off, mate. Um, fuck oh, right off, mate. At some point, we will be asking you for money, though, and that's all good. <laughs> Support. We are- <laughs> Stay tuned, because at some point, we will have to do that, because we can't do this for free forever. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I have to I have to buzz over to Larchmont and get myself a little ice cream tea. Um, mm-hmm. Jason, I love your work. Uh, I love podcasting with you. Big Thank fan. you for putting up with me. I love doing a one-on-one pod. It really gives us time to clear the air and tackle these important issues that are on everyone's mind, including Woo! our listeners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, um, everyone was like, damn, are they going to talk about how the dry fit shirts smell? Are they going to talk about flags on boats? And then, bam, we fucking delivered. And we fucking deliver. That's what we do here. We deliver over and over. It's, we're fucking dominoes, bitch. Um, <laughs> Follow me on social media at them jeans. Uh, follow me on social media at Done to Death Projects on Instagram at Done to Death on Twitter. Chris Black in the Google search bar. Keep it locked um, in. Uh, keep it locked in on our on our Twitter. If you want the new hat, uh, it's coming out this week at some point. I don't know when. And then if you do know that guy from Finland who was doppel- <laughs> he's doppelganger, from Denmark. <laughs> fucking whatever. The, the European Chris Black. If you are him or you know him. My DMs are open. Let's get in touch. Great. Thanks. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.